calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. I'm Sue Smith. And, and we, we love, love scams. scams. Guys, we love scams. We love you. We're back. It's a new year. New year, new you. Has anything changed? No. But, no. <laughs> but you know what? It feels like it's going to change any second. It could change. It could change. 2020 change had such bad energy, it couldn't change. Such bad 2021, energy. 2021, new energy. You're right. Yeah, 2020 was stuck in its energy. There was no opportunity for it to change. No, now, gross. 2021 is a new, hotter, cuter, younger sister mm-hmm. that is changing as she She's evolves. here for it. She's wearing... She's here for it. Maybe she's wearing heels. <laughs> Who knows? She is. She's wearing like a short mini and she's proud. She's cute. She's showing off her legs. She looks yeah. good. Also, guys... You know who's here for it? Uh, I have a lot of birds outside of my window, so they're here for it. So if you hear chirping of birds, they're a part of this too. Oh, that's nice. Turns out birds in January are a thing. No one talks about it, but they're here. That's so nice. You guys, I was on maternity leave for a month. I had my baby. Thank you to Caitlin and Jesse for getting these episodes out while I was away. I literally did nothing, and I really appreciate that. I'm so glad you did nothing. I did nothing. <laughs> Not nothing. You did nothing with Scam Well. You had a whole baby I come had out a of child. your body. Yeah, I had a child come out of my body. But I, there's been such an amazing scam happening lately that yes. has called me back into the scam universe. She has come back because of this. Uh, could I do it? No. Could Kate do it? No. Could anybody else anybody, in the world? No, no, you could. You could. No, this scam. I wouldn't. It was like a beacon in the night. That's the thing. It, just called to me and I had to I had to be here. Sometimes the scam moves you more than anybody can. I had to thrust my child upon my husband and say, here, take care of him. I must get this to the people. We're in 2021. Things are changing. Husbands can hold babies. Husbands can (laughs) hold babies. And they should. Fine. And they should. Oh, guys, also, if you want to hear all about this amazing story Sue shared with us, we have it on our special Patreon episode. We love you guys on Patreon. You know, you're like our best friends and family members mainly. So check it out if you want to hear 
very gory, literally gory details of my birth story on Patreon. Complete details. Oh, and I forgot to thank you for the mesh underwear you sent. Thank you so much. <laughs> I wore them for a solid three weeks. They're the, did you use them all? No, I didn't use them all. You can send me some. <laughs> I should send you some. I no, I didn't, I didn't use them all because I didn't change my underwear every day. <laughs> Of course not. My favorite thing. So in the hospital, they give you all this mesh underwear that you think is like gross or whatever, but it's amazing because then it's you just so throw it away. Yeah. You wear it and throw it away. And it's the best thing ever. It made me so happy. Can I tell you that like when you, after you first give birth, they put like a fucking wee wee pad, dog size oh, wee wee yes. pad in your underwear, a wee wee pad and then a maxi pad in your underwear. Like you're a fucking yes. dog. It's crazy. I slept on what my dog's pee pad was. Like yeah. in the hospital bed, they put pee pads down for you because obviously you're like, you can't feel your legs. Things are happening down there. And yeah, you're bleeding. I was just like, oh, I there goes my self-esteem. Like I just felt like very, it was tough. It was wild. So then we got to take it back and take back that mesh panty underwear in there. The yes, mesh panties are here to stay. Yeah. All right. This scam it's oh, insane. We're recording this when it's peak. I think it'll still be it's real. It's New Year's Day. New Year's Day. We're recording right, on New Year's Day, guys. We've stopped our lives to bring <laughs> I this to I had to you. bring this to the people. This is incredible. Oh, wait. Before we start, I have to give a shout out to Danielle and her amazing Facebook group of librarians because they are loving and supporting us and apparently saying nice things of us online. So I just want to say thank you, group and team. And we really appreciate your support. And we are just so honored to be mentioned. What's up, librarians? Thank you. Um, I just yes. took my shirt off because I'm sweaty. We know that. She's getting comfy. Uh, yeah. The body is nothing. So I think this will still be relevant. This is going to come out in a few days. And I think it's just such a fascinating scam that you guys, mm -hmm. I had to share it with you guys and I had to bring it to you. It's a un poquito escandalito. <laughs> you could say. I'm just like her. Thank you. We are, we are covering... Hilaria Baldwin, a.k.a. Wow. Hillary Hayward Thomas. Oh, my gosh. Yes, guys. It's all over the news. You know why it's not going away? Because they will continually justify it for years and years to come. Like, this is going to be the kind of thing that we will forget about it. But then Ilaria, 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 Hillary, Hillary won't stop talking about it. She's fully a narcissist who loves the attention, I think. Completely. But. Yeah, but this started uh, last week before Christmas. Amy Schumer posted on her Instagram. She was trolling Hilaria pretty hardcore because really, Hilaria it was tough, and it was kind it was... Of, it was kind of mean for a new mom. So Hilaria had been had posted this lingerie photo of her and her newborn when she was like three weeks or three months postpartum or something. I think three weeks. It was so early. So early. And Amy Schumer just reposted it to her feed and said, happy holidays for me and Jean. And it was hilarious photo, which I think is hilarious. It is hilarious. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious, Hilaria. It was so funny, but also that's something that you would send to a text message, maybe to a friend. Yeah. Or you would send it in a personal thing because there's the other thing too. And we've talked, we talked about like birth trauma and we being a mother is so incredibly difficult that the reason a woman is doing that and needing that sort of attention and sexualization after just having a baby, there's something else going on with her yes. mentally and emotionally. Yeah, like, yeah. That's where you see when you see a woman posting so sexually and so exposed and so much of her body to try and look as perfect as it was as if she never had a baby. I think that's saying something about the woman like she wants. I don't know. 
the validation for men. I think yeah. it's real sad to show like, look, this completely traumatic thing happened to me, but no one's going to be able to see it because I look like nothing happened. Just admit it's horrible. Having a baby is so hard. Yeah. Well, I think that this whole thing wouldn't have gotten blown out of proportion if Hilaria would have just ignored it. But instead, she popped off at Amy Schumer and and was like, you're body shaming me for being skinny, which mm-hmm. sure, OK, is a valid thing. But like, no, shut up. <laughs> you're not the victim. It's not time to fight. So already there's like a screw loose because Ilaria is posting this weird picture. She's got screws loose. But then to respond, for her to think that she has the right to say, don't bully me. I'm just completely, you know, beautiful. My body's shiny and tight. And I look like this, like, be nice to me still is crazy. Yeah. So she said that Amy was skinny shaming her, which is crazy. And also, I mean, she probably, in a way, also she was saying like Amy's fat, I think. Like it was like a mean way to be like, she's making fun of me and She's just jealous. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think that's what she was asshole behind it. And then also I saw in her response, this is like a Instagram feed. She said, I mean, it's funny. Like, it's not funny to me. Like, I don't get it. What's funny, but I get that it's funny. Like she kept saying, I get that it's funny. No, but you don't, girl. I, it's not funny to me. Like, I don't see that it's funny. No, she didn't. She has no she didn't. idea. She has no idea. So my sources are Twitter and Reddit mostly, but on Reddit, they did a deep dive into this actual photo and they think that it's photoshopped because the baby's toes oh. look weird. So <gasps> I'm the excited laundry, to like those toes. Yeah, the laundry photo of her, the original one, is photoshopped anyway, which is hilarious. That makes complete sense because a baby came out of your body. Your body can't take two weeks. You don't have to prove that you're like back. Who cares? Who cares? No one's keeping tabs on her too like nobody's saying she's had four kids this is her fifth or whatever let's keep tabs and find out how skinny she is yeah so then um the next day this twitter user named lenny briscoe compiled a massive thread all about exposing hilaria so it's uh, the thread was you have to admire hilaria baldwin's commitment to her decade-long grift where she impersonates a Spanish person. Then Lenny Briscoe linked all the stuff. And everything just came out. Everybody just put up their hand and said, yes, I was there. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) I know Hillary, let me tell you. Yeah, so she was saying that she linked videos of her accent fluctuating. She linked a video of her not remembering the the English word for cucumber. She was yeah. like filming a recipe on on the Today Show or something. She was like, uh, "How you say in English cucumber?" <laughs> yeah. So Lenny Briscoe linked all this proof, and then Tracy Morrissey on um, Instagram, who is great, she'll have very mean. Instagram stories, which are fascinating and and what we need as a distraction in these times. She kind of blew it up because she had a bigger following. So Ilaria's Google results say that she was born to a Spanish mother. This was from her Wikipedia. And then um, Lenny in the Twitter thread linked a video of her mom talking about growing up in Massachusetts in Longmeadow, which is actually where Austin's from in the 60s. -hmm. So that is not true. She does not have a Spanish mother. Her Wikipedia is wrong. Her CAA bio, CAA is like her agency, said that she was born in Mallorca. Also not true. Not true. And she has no Spanish on her father's side either. Um, Reddit dug up an obituary of her grandfather and the U.S. has been and her family has been in the U.S. since it was a British colony. So since the Mayflower. Yeah, they came over that early and both sides were in, I believe, Vermont and Massachusetts. They hadn't traveled very far at all yeah sure so then 
the next day, Ilaria responds to this and gets on her Instagram stories. And she's like, I'm a white girl from Massachusetts. And we're like, okay, but that's <laughs> that's not what you've been Fine. telling people. <laughs> like, sure. Obviously, you all know I'm a white girl from Massachusetts. But that's not your identity. <laughs> she's been featured in Ola magazine several times. She's claimed that Spanish is her first language. She's teaching her kids Spanish and saying she wants, like, Alec to get better at it. Yeah. You know, he'll learn eventually. Like, as if she was from Spain as a Spanish person. She is the Rachel Dolezal of Latin culture. Yeah. And Spain is also European, so it's also kind of bizarre. Like, she chose... Oh, there's so many things. Yeah. <sighs> so she was born in Massachusetts in 1945, or 1984, excuse no. me. She says she was born in 1984, guys. That means that she's our age, Sue. I think she's older than us. I think she's That's what Reddit age. is saying. That's what Reddit is saying, that she's lying about her age. There's no way she's my age. So she went to school with our friend from the UCB. Our friend from the UCB has known about this grift for years and years. How old is our friend? She's older than us. She's probably, like, two years older than us. So... Yeah, if not more. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, Alan, I also looking at Hillary, Ilaria, whatever she's called now, I was always looked at her and thought she was like an older woman, like in her 40s. But she also does this, some shape shifting where she looks different every time and she gets like different work done and stuff. Or she looks old to be like keeping up with Alec. It's weird. Uh, guys, it's so weird. It's so weird. Anyway, she's not our age. <laughs> she may be lying about her age and maybe another mm -hmm. grift. Um, these are her children's names. Carmen Gabriela, Rafael Tomas, Leonardo Angel David, Romeo Alejandro, and Eduard Paul Lucas. <laughs> I feel like those kids are going to get like made fun of so much. They're all blonde hair with blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. Also, they're growing up believing that they are Spanish as well. But they could just say they're named after the Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? And that works too. Completely. Most kids are named after Ninja Turtles, so it is relatable. Yeah. But yeah, I think that when you're a child, you come into the world and you're just understanding things only as your parents lay them out for you. So then for you to be, however, her youngest daughter, her oldest daughter is like eight or yeah. 11. I'm not sure. But for her to believe that she's Spanish and then suddenly told she's not, I think that's really going to do a number on them. Oh, for sure. Oh, also, um, her youngest one, Eduardo Pau Lucas, Reddit found this out, is named after her ex-boyfriend, Eduardo Ramos. Really? Yes, she named him after an ex-boyfriend who she follows on Instagram, but he doesn't follow her back. She follows him <laughs> and comments on all his posts, but he doesn't follow her back. <gasps> it's such hot tea. Like, this is not stuff. Tea. Oh, my Wait, does God. She, has she talked about her ex-boyfriend? Like, how do we... I mean, obviously, it's, like, very similar, but... Is there more reasons why? So apparently on uh, on Reddit, there were people who knew her back when they she dated him. Okay. So they called the baby Edu for short, E-D-U. Right. And apparently that was the ex-boyfriend's nickname as well. So, Ew. So you're calling your son like somebody used to bone? I guess people that have juniors, but I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think Alec knows, but who knows? I don't know what Alec knows. Now you know? he does. <laughs> now he does. He's listening to this. Brittany, if you're listening, tell Alec. <laughs> yes, exactly. Brittany, um, Alec, we this is you. all alleged. Like I said, it's all from yes. Reddit. I don't know what's true. So aside from the names, Alec and Hilaria. So there's the speculation that Alec has, whose real name is Alex. Yeah, it's actually Alex. He changed it too. They're just shapeshifters. I know. So there's a speculation that he has like a Latina fetish. He went after Salma Hayek, but he was turned down by her. And then there are two lines of thought uh, when Hilaria emerged. So people think that mm -hmm. she was doing the Hilaria persona 
before she met Alec. And some people think that she was doing the persona. She just became Hilaria to be Sama Hayek for That's Alec. That's what I would do. That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah. If I was going after him, I would just be like, look, what do you need me to be? I'll do it. Sure. <laughs> that sure. seems like it checks out. Mm-hmm. Sure. So apparently they met at or they had their first date at Pure Food and Wine. Yes, it's true. Alan said that. That's our first episode, you guys. Which we know from episode one is a notorious scam. The one lucky duck scam with that girl, Sarmala, who was found eating Domino's in Tennessee. With her dog. Yeah, being vegan and her crummy, shitty ex-boyfriend. And Alec Baldwin was like a huge supporter of her and actually, I believe, defended her a bunch. It's rumored that he bailed her out of jail for 100K. Sarma went to jail for like not paying her employees and it's rumored that Alec Baldwin bailed her out. And that's where he met Ilaria. Scammers gonna scam together. Scammers gonna, and scammers see scammers. That's they, they're, mm-hmm. they're a community. They see each other. They like what they see. So she met him there and pretended not to know who he was. She was like, oh, what do you do? Who are you? I didn't have a TV growing up, which I think is hilarious. That's crazy. And I think that that is the right move, though, would be a celebrity. That is the right move is to knock them down a notch. Be like, who the fuck are you? And it's always to be like, oh, I have no reference. Like, I don't know why you're so great, even though you've Googled them thoroughly. Of course. You have to treat them like shit. They love that. They Uh, love it. That's where they met. She was very into yoga. She had this whole yoga persona. She started yoga. She still does. She still does. Yeah, she posts Instagram pictures of herself doing yoga poses in random locations. That's her vibe. (laughs) She started doing yoga at Yoga to the People, which in this thing I found out is a cult. Yoga to the People is a cult, which I didn't really know. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I hated it, but I went there for years. So apparently there was speculation that she was sleeping with the owner slash cult leader at Yoga to the People, and then she broke off and started her own studio, which I also went to, called Yoga Vida. Sounds fun. And yeah, sounds Spanish. Yoga Vida. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> not like her. <laughs> not like white girl from Boston. Yeah. And she was like the co-owner slash founder there. She was the proprietor there. And then that's when people think this whole persona came out. She dyed her hair darker and ha- gets a fake tan. So she's naturally, Ugh. I write, she's naturally like a dirty blonde, but she dyes it like dark, dark brown. No way. Wow. Yes. I mean, to her credit, growing up, she was very into flamenco dancing and she vacationed in Mallorca. And she vacationed in Mallorca. To her credit, she did visit Spain. Right. What's so crazy too is that, and I don't, I'm not okaying any of this, but I will say in the 80s and 90s, there was this concept of like inclusion and multiculturalism where people would inappropriately, culturally appropriate somebody else and become that culture to show that you like it or think it's approving, not just like as an homage to that culture. Yes. Yeah. Not letting those people and that culture speak for themselves, not saying you're your own full person. You are from India. It's beautiful. Like, why don't you share your experience saying I'm so culturally aware that I'm going to literally take your experience, uh, take my opinion of it and then present it on myself like Madonna did that. Like it was very common in the 90s. Yeah, for people to like come back with accents. You have your Dorit from the Housewives as well. Totally. And and yeah. people just deciding like if they did like something, they would it, it wasn't just incorporate, it wasn't just shout out or like we do now, like hashtag or take pictures or say, like, isn't this thing cool? People would bring it into their own life and display it as if they're somebody from that country or culture. Yeah, it wasn't appropriation, it was an homage back then. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes, right. People thought they were doing a good thing. And that's what I think it's weird is I think maybe she started this going like, you know what? I just, I love it so much. It's so yeah, me. It's my essence. So. And it's like, no, you you don't know what that means. Yeah, but you can't trick people. <laughs> yeah. So apparently her family is also very scammy. Her brother, Jeremy, runs a Mediterranean macrobiotic food delivery wow. service, which may have closed down, but he used to run it. And he had a testimonial from Hilaria and Alec on there without disclosing that they were, in fact, his sister and brother-in-law. Oh, I didn't know that. And also they said that this diet was used to cure diabetes, but no. the person testifying to that was their mother, the who was a doctor, who was like, yeah, it cures diabetes. And they didn't disclose that their mother was the doctor who said it cures diabetes. That's, um, bizarre. That's bizarre. People are saying that the mom is kind of a snake oily, scammy no doctor. Idea. Yeah, I haven't done enough research on that to confirm or deny, but that's what Reddit but is saying. Said it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Reddit. Hilaria just has the cringiest Instagram that just make yes. like that's what makes this so fun. She um, wrote on her Instagram about being mistaken for the nanny in parks by white women. Like, mm -hmm. girl, you ugh. like people since her kids have blonde hair and blue eyes, people think that she's the nanny. Yeah. She was just so committed to this grip. It's ways also to get attention in a very specific way. It's not you're not getting attention because you are an expert in a field. Well, I guess you're an expert at mimicking people, but she's getting attention in this way of taking something that isn't actually hers to represent there are mothers and there are people that are treated differently in New York City with the kids sure. like, no matter what and people used to think I'm like a very white ordinary looking person people would think the kids were mine and I was always their nanny and they're like oh wow you're a nanny and you're white and it was so disgusting yeah, and rude to that, all of the other nannies around me there, that does exist yeah it does and it does exist and there is that like it's it's racism it's culturalism it's elitism and all these ways that people are trying to classify who's taking care of the child at the playground and yeah. like are they a parent or are they not and then like what level are they on it's bizarre it's a weird dynamic it's like are the moms gonna talk to you like are you a white lady like the other moms and they're gonna talk to you or are you a nanny and they're not gonna talk to you yeah it's, weird. it's very awful and unpleasant and it's it's a horribly unfair way that people are treated and it's just a really upsetting dynamic anyway and that she's profiting off that is horrible or trying to act like a victim from it. Well, she also posted on her Instagram on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. She's trying to teach her daughter Carmen about skin colors and she holds her skin up to Carmen's skin and she was like, I'm darker than you. Should I be treated any different? And Reddit is like, you're fucking spray tanned. <laughs> like you're not yeah, darker than her. You're darker from makeup. Wow. Oh, she, her grift is amazing. You've got to admire it. It's consistent. Um, Mm -hmm. It is consistent. She said on a podcast she moved to the United States at 19 to go to NYU, but she had grown up here all along. It's just like mm -hmm. she can't keep her lies straight. She also, Reddit thinks she hasn't graduated from NYU because she <laughs> always says that she went there. She never says she graduated from there, which I think is like a petty little thing, but it is something to keep in mind. She, her wedding vows were in Spanish. Yes. So she, and she kept saying she had lots of friends. She has an interview. She had 40 friends and family from Spain come over. But they weren't family then. Like if her family's American, they weren't 
she could call them family like you call close friends family. Well, she, her parents, I think, do live in Mallorca now. They like retired there. So right. maybe they came over from there. Great. Right. Just them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, she was quoted in a magazine saying that her parents didn't know how to pronounce her new last name of Baldwin. <laughs> like, shut up. That's yeah, such that's a lie. Crazy. Her parents grew up probably watching his movies, too. I know. I know. Her parents are, hit, are Alec Baldwin's age. age. Yeah. <laughs> She's just an opportunist who loves fame and who loves attention. So she yeah. went to James Gandolfini's funeral, um, left early, and then was asked by a news outlet why she left early. She said, I was feeling very faint. I'm at the point in my pregnancy where I feel faint. I had to leave to get water. I paid my respects and left. However, later that night, in the same outfit, she was a correspondent on Extra, the TV show, no. giving the scoop on her fun- on the funeral and calling him Jimmy. So... No. She's a shitty person. <laughs> That's the shittiest. That's really the shittiest. <gasps> shittiest person. Oof. Now, you guys all know that I'm a new mom, and that means that I pretty much never sleep. But thankfully, the folks at Helix Sleep have sent me a new mattress, and it is life-changing. Like, I'm not even kidding you. It's changed everything. Before I got this mattress, I was such a sweaty sleeper, which should surprise no one because we all know how much I sweat. Um, I was such a sweaty sleeper, and sleeping on my sides used to hurt my hips really bad, but not with this mattress. Helix Sleep is really cool because it has a quiz that takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. For me personally, I'm a midnight, not to brag, but uh, yeah, you can just go to their website and take the quiz and see what you are. Everybody's unique and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, firm mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down. Hello. If you sleep hot and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size folks. So if you're looking for a mattress, take the quiz, you order the mattress and you get matched and the mattress comes right to your door, ship for free. You don't even need to go to the mattress store again. Um, I will say that it takes like two days to get my mattress from when I ordered it, and I was shocked. Helix is awesome, but you don't need to take my word for it. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired magazines. That's a real big deal, you guys. Just go to helixsleep.com slash scamwow, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Honestly, I'm a picky person when it comes to mattresses, and this mattress rules. It's amazing. And I'm so grateful for it. And they have a 10-year warranty, so you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. Um, But you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners and two free pillows just for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash scamwow. Again, it's helixsleep.com slash scamwow. So she spoke her wedding vows in Spanish. Her rings, their rings are engraved with a Spanish phrase that says, somos un buen equipo, which is we are a good team. Mm. 
And she wore a full Spanish mantilla, like a Spanish veil at her wedding. Uh-huh. Her dogs are named Dama, Gitana, and Diego Manchego. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Diego Manchego. Just... You're just throwing words together there. Yeah, you're just jumping into the pool. Just like, I'm all of it. Just Die- get it all in. Diego Manchego, you're naming your dog after cheese. Come on. Yeah, go ahead. And then um, another cringy thing from her Instagram was she had a miscarriage, which is awful, but she yes. posted about it and the post was sponsored by Nivea. Come that on. That was bizarre. That was bizarre. Oh, God. Because also she says that the post is to bring awareness, to talk to other people. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's really important and we have to bring awareness. And Sue and I talk sure. a lot about birth and babies and moms. But then to say the reason is to bring awareness, but also the reason is to get paid by Nivea is the most cringy. To make money off that awareness and to make money yes. off that emotion is like. And also of that yeah. trauma, like people are will look at the post, they'll get more likes, they'll get more views because people have had that shared trauma. They're not liking it because they have that shared Nivea cream. Like that's not. What's right. bringing them to the post? Yeah, right. it's it's gross. It's gross. Yeah. Um, when her daughter got her ears pierced, she posted about it, and someone questioned her and was like, "That's too young to get your your daughter's ears pierced." And she was like, "Well, in my culture, we get them pierced very young." And it's like, "Bitch, this is not your culture." No, in the culture I copy, we copy very <laughs> yeah. young. You are a white girl, rich white girl yeah. from Boston. Yeah. Her Instagram is also annoying because she does yoga poses in public places, which I fucking hate. I don't. I scroll right by that shit. There's one of her in a restaurant doing like a headstand and one of her. Why? Doing right. a... That's the most annoying person. We've I know. all seen that. We've all seen when we were out with human beings. We all see people like do this bizarre picture and have their friend take a photo and it looks so stupid. I know. She loves to like on her Instagram kind of play like she's like this super mom. But apparently yeah, she has an army of nannies. She has five kids. That's what I was thinking. And each kid has at least one nanny. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you cannot have this many kids be doing this much yoga and wear high heels and not have somebody else helping you take care of your kids. Just admit it. There's a Reddit thread that's just entitled, I'm her neighbor. And, <gasps> and the woman is like... I want to hear all about it. Yeah. And the woman is like, she has a bunch of nannies and nannies are never in the paparazzi photos, but she has a bunch. And she says that... Here's a, here's a snippet from the thread. Hilaria stood out to me as uh, being a name dropper and not very down to earth. She casually mentions advice she got from Oprah in a way that's hard to imagine any of our other celebrity neighbors doing. The worst example, a few years ago, I was with a neighbor in the lobby when Alaria came downstairs and her baby bump was showing. The neighbor said, oh, you're pregnant again. Congratulations. And Alaria said, what are you talking about? Our publicist announced it a month ago. My neighbor was like, I'm just your neighbor. I don't read the tabloids. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> which is crazy. Like, Why would you say, what are you talking about? When did you say thank you? Um. She allegedly had a broken ankle on November 16th. But of course, Reddit is like, no, she didn't. (laughs) Because 13 days later, she had um, a post where she was like walking on it. And people are saying that it it takes weeks to heal, as you know, from a sprained ankle. So on December 10th, she posted a full one where she's standing on it and working out. So people think that she is not, she never had a broken ankle. Or that she posts, these videos aren't current. Like the thing too is she can post all these like hip dancing, whatever videos and record them all seven months in advance. And then suddenly, you know. Yeah. I don't know if you hear snacks, but he's, 
he's whining. He yeah, hates that we had a baby. Yeah. He hates that you had a baby. Um, <laughs> no. Falcon no, like did too. So My depressed. dog did too. He was not happy. But now we're all friends. But it took a while. Okay, good. Yeah. I think it's going to take a while. Um, this is my favorite. Bossip, the website, is known for like their amazing headlines, their amazing yeah. elaborate headlines. And this is hilarious to me. This is one of their headlines after the story broke. Oh, Sienta White House Hillary Baldwin caught gringo-handed egregiously getting her faux Fernandez on in a decade-long scam impersonating a Spanish woman. Twitter sets Rachel Dolezal Gutierrez in fuego. I love it's it. It's just so awesome. It's so extra. I love it. And you guys, if you Google it, you'll see there's tons, it, like every day more people are coming out talking about it in these articles. I read Daily Mail. I read everything like CNN. It's, it's all over as well as Reddit. But she has old high school and people that went to grade school with her say, yeah, her name was Hillary. She was quiet. She was just a regular girl. Like they, these are people that are her age that went to school with her and said, we've always known it was kind of weird. You know, no mention of Spain her entire life growing up, just an average Bostonian. Yeah. Um, and there's a blog post from her dad, which I'll link in the show notes, talking about how he's white and how he came to start liking spicy foods or but like he grew to like them. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. it's just like basically like really outs her as being a white yeah. girl with white heritage. Now, then there is a message board called DC Urban Moms. And they've had a thread okay. going about this for years apparently it's the longest oh, read really? it. it's over 150 pages long i did not read it all but i read some excerpts um okay. apparently they think she got on the thread a couple months ago and said that everyone on there was jealous of her wealth her body her fertility her life and her fame because they were all fat broke karens who lost their jobs so i will wow. post a link to a screenshot where that people Me. think is her she is I mean. Think when you hide when you hide that much and when you're that aggressive in preserving a lie, you are mean. Like you you have to become paranoid. You have to become nasty to hold on to something because you're constantly trying to like shove people away from the truth. Yeah, and her neighbor also said that she struck her as someone who doesn't have a lot of female friends. So to talk oh, yeah. talk oh, like that, that hundred, makes sense. None of my friends would ever post a postpartum picture in heels half naked with no, their baby. No, that's not something. Not a single friend of mine ever. No. It would be for as a joke. So then today, um, Amy Schumer eventually deleted the post where she had posted her lingerie picture of Hilaria kind of mocking mm -hmm. her. But today on her Instagram stories, Amy Schumer did a kind of a year, 2020 year in a review, and she dropped a cucumber emoji a couple of times and people which That's I didn't great. get when I first saw her story but then people are like oh Amy's trolling Hilaria by saying by this yes. cucumber thing but the big question we're left with in all of this is does Alec know he is he in on this grift so I don't think he is you I don't, don't think he is in my heart of hearts I don't think he is because he has come out to say I, I, I was just scrolling on her Instagram and his Instagram he's come out to say that people he mentioned weird things like Pizzagate and liars and isn't that like he's basically I think trying to associate what happened to Hillary Clinton and like the <laughs> emails to what happened to his Ilaria and so he's saying that people are mean and trolling and making up lies they're blaming the media for sure 
Right. Yeah. And he definitely hates media. He's definitely like screamed and punched yeah. people. We know he's gotten kicked off airplanes. Like he's a cranky old man. But I think he believes that it's who she is deep down inside or it's her essence or it's her inside spirit. Like if somebody comes out as they've always secretly been gay, she's always secretly been obsessed with being Spanish. <laughs> and I think he just takes it as if like she's living her truth. Otherwise, his world would break. <laughs> yeah, he posted like a Instagram video that was like eight minutes long and it was very dramatic and very serial killery of like threatening. It was like threatening. It was like consider the source of your information, like barely said anything about her. But moving on to a different point, I think she believes her grift. She believes her lie. Yeah. And I think he believes it, too. Yeah, because if you're with somebody who day in and day out. I'm going to equate this to bizarre Christmas movies. Okay. okay. Alan, I'm, I'm okay. listening. This is, this is where I am. So Alan and I have been watching all the most insane, funny, ridiculous Christmas movies on Hallmark, on like we, on all those things. And um, this one specifically we watched for the podcast, How Did This Get Made, that we are obsessed with. It was called A Nutcracker Christmas or A Nutcracker for Christmas. And Melissa Joan Hart believes that whoever the oldest brother was in Seventh Heaven, that guy who's now an adult male is a person who is spending time in her Airbnb in her house and like subletting for a minute, but he's actually a nutcracker come to life. And so <laughs> she is dealing with this fake person that's actually a nutcracker. And so she says to her best friend, wait, he is he is a nutcracker. Okay. She sure. thinks he is her tenant. Okay. But he's really a nutcracker. And he was a wooden piece of nutcracker and then came to life overnight because wow. some guy sold it to her because she needed to believe in Christmas again. Always. It's always a woman who works too hard and needs to believe in Christmas. Sure. Like, like you can't work hard and believe. She too, you can't have it all as a woman. You can't too, have it too polarizing. So she then decides she's in love with this nutcracker, walking human nutcracker. And she says to her friend, like, but he's a nutcracker and I'm a person. And her friend goes, who cares? You're in love. And <laughs> that aspect of like, who cares? Like the Christmas aspect. It was also something. Oh, a night, a night before Christmas. K-N-I-G-H-T before Christmas with Vanessa Hudgens. He is a knight from like the 1300s and comes into reality. And again, she says to her people, like, or her family, like, he's a knight. He's not from this world. And her friends are like, it doesn't matter. You're in love. And I feel like right. Alex saw a bunch of those and so did Ilaria. And she just says, you know, it doesn't matter if none of this is real. Yeah. It's how I feel. And that's what Christmas is about, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Alec Baldwin's like, you're a nutcracker. And she's like, it doesn't she's matter. Like, yes. So yeah, what? I, I'm a nutcracker. I, or maybe I'm not. And I'm getting a spray tan as we speak. I do. Just, me. I am a nutcracker. <laughs> so I think there's something about that, like that delusional, passionate Christmas spirit denial that yeah. keeps people together. You know what? And this is a story for the holidays that came out on Christmas and we need it. I think they saw way too many Christmas movies and they believed that anything is possible if you believe in your heart. In one respect, I kind of get it because like as a white girl, if she were just a white girl who's into yoga, it's not interesting. Nothing special. Is mm -mm. she going to hug Alec Baldwin with that? I don't know. She's not Salma Hayek, you know? So no, I know. she needed something. It's interesting. Though. Yes, because like, but the bottom line with all of this is that White people need to admit that we are just boring. So boring. <laughs> that's that's okay. Like you are born into this world, mm -hmm. very white, very average, very American. There's nothing special about you until you go to another country. And then being an American is rare. Like if you need to be special for your nationality, go someplace else. But 
you are allowed to appreciate and love other cultures, but that doesn't mean that you need to colonize them and take them as your own or claim that you know how to do it or do it better. Like it's, there just has to be acceptance. It's that white fragility that people can't mm. handle. Just you're white. That's you're it. You're white. You're white. You don't like spicy food, just like our dad. No, you're going to have IBS if you eat too much of that. Like just let it go and you can love and adore and visit other cultures. But also because you're white, you're getting other allowances and other advantages in America because you're white. Exactly. No one's thinking that you don't understand what they're saying or you don't understand their language or nobody is judging you. Or I mean, there's so, so many amazing, brilliant immigrants that come over that are doctors, lawyers, good people, like priests. And because they don't speak English, somebody will think that they're not as smart or they don't understand. Yeah. It's horrible here. I, when I was in the hospital, I had very good nurses when I, with my birth, but I had one who was incredibly racist. So there was a nurse mm-hmm. assistant that came in and she was a cute little Mexican woman and the nurse didn't know the assistant or something. And she was like, who are you? She was like, are you here from housekeeping? Like, just very, very oh, yeah. rude to her. And that shit happens all the time. And all the time. To, to, like, adopt a culture and celebrate it and sort of, like, whitewash the it. The thing, too, is that she is coming at this culture and pretending it and putting it all on. But she has grown up with all the privileges of being a white yeah. woman. She has grown up in a seemingly like wealthy suburbia town. Her parents are indoctrinated in, I think it was Harvard or something. Like, like they're in schools. Yeah. And she, so she has had all the opportunities and the ability to just sort of live life in this way and all these allowances as a white person. And then she decides she's going to, because it's trendy or sexy to Alec Baldwin, jump in and be a victim in these specific ways. I think it plays into American exceptionalism too. Like everybody in America wants to be somebody, you know, or wants to have some kind of special thing about themselves. Like in Canada, I mean, not that I'm adopting. I am Canadian citizen. I just got my citizenship. You are. Yes, girl, get that. Thank you. Um, not that I'm adopting the heritage, but I'm just saying. Anyway, but in Canada, mm-hmm. like none of my cousins, like they don't strive to be like one does HVAC and one is a chef, and like he's like, yeah, that's my life. Who cares? You know what I mean? It's like here, everyone yeah. wants to be like TikTok famous, or everyone wants to be something. So there's this great article in People. This journalist wrote about her experience. She said, "My family moved to the United States from Venezuela when I was eight years old." And my brother had just turned seven. This isn't a tragic tale. In fact, I previously wrote a personal essay for people outlining how privileged my family's immigration was in comparison to the atrocities immigrants are still facing at the Mexico-U.S. border. I'm very grateful and proud to call myself an American citizen now. But from the very moment my life here began, my culture started being stripped away. Ilaria got to reinvent herself with a more foreign name while mine was changed my very first day at school. Mm. so that's the thing too and it goes on and on it's a it's a great article it's really heartbreaking but there are people that that are being treated horribly like animals because they're immigrants i mean we uh, there are still kids in cages there's still kids estranged mm-hmm. from their families because they're trying to have a better life here and hillary Ilaria had no experience of that so for her to like glorify this culture like yes let's celebrate the culture but then could we also allow other people with different sure. with accents or that can't always say the word perfectly like can we allow them as much love and acceptance as we're giving her yeah because yeah. it's not the same it's not yeah. the same so this is you know a big scam she's a big she scammer. sucks she sucks mm-hmm. she really sucks and it's not like an Anna Delvey scam where you're pretending to be rich versus poor 
because Anna Delvey is just sort of in a way harmless. This is this, because Ilaria tried to be a victim. Yeah. Anna Delvey and like what's her face Caroline Calloway like they wanted to appear richer and more famous and more fabulous and they sort of duped other rich people but Ilaria like tried to turn I'm not going to call her Hillary tried to turn the conversation into oh poor me yeah it's so hard for me and she has no right no it's not. she's a rich girl yes yeah. and if you want to bring the attention to how immigrants are treated in America then speak up for them as a basic bitch white lady like that's actually more totally. important, interesting, and more rare these days. Like, bring attention to that topic if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Don't name your dog Diego Manchego. Fucking get kids <laughs> out of the cages, you know? Yeah. And you know what, though? It doesn't seem like she's trying. Like, I, I haven't seen any no. of her posts of, like, save the immigrants. Like, my family came here. She hasn't done no, any of that because it's not no, true. No. No, no, she just wants to appropriate. Ugh, it is gross. weird, though, because Spanish people are European, so they're white. To be interviewed and, and lauded in these um, Latina publications like Ola Magazine mm. and taking that spot from somebody else who is rightfully Hispanic. Completely. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, actually has gone through it. And I wonder, too, if anybody watching Hillary Hilaria during this time who was Spanish was like, that's bizarre. That doesn't ring true. I wonder if somebody who genuinely has that background was thinking like the things she was saying in the magazine sound sort of off. Yeah. But people, I mean, the fascinating story about this is that people have been coming out of the woodwork talking like, oh, I went to school with her, yeah. yearbook pictures, all of that. And it's fascinating. I love, I it. love, I it. love it. It keeps I on giving. It. Because you know what? We all know those psychopaths that like suddenly are famous. And we're like, no, I hung out with her. She sucks. Mm. Yeah. Don't mm -hmm. exploit somebody's funeral for your personal gain. Don't, don't exploit your yeah. miscarriage for your personal gain. Like, no, no. Those people uh, also like don't save. Like, there's something about it of like, did she have a miscarriage and she's saving it? Like, save it for the post. Like, it's so creepy and sad. Like, that's a completely traumatic thing that you don't save for an opportunity. Yeah. And also, they have they're okay financially. It's not like she needs a financial opportunity. It's really for attention seeking. Well, you don't know. They've got five kids now, so that's true. That's <laughs> they true. gotta it's make the money. So many, so many kids. kids. Does anyone have that many kids these days? Not really. Not Nobody I know. No. It's so many kids. It, like, you need a lot of help with all those kids. Yeah. But if you have any tea, please, please, yes, please. If you know Hillary, Ilaria, Lady Hillary, uh, Hillary, let us know. Hillary Hayward Thomas, email us. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Or if anything like that has happened to you. You know, if or if you've noticed that if somebody in your school said it, like that's just like what somebody in middle school does. You start speaking with like a French accent because you're bored and you think it's interesting mm -hmm. and you've read the Madeline books as a kid. Like that's just like what children do. White people are not interesting and we have to accept that about ourselves and it's okay. I spent years of my life so depressed that I was so boring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember totally. just being like, God, I wish I and I wish I had something. I mean, I do have an interesting family history, but I really at the time was like we offer nothing like when I figured out what white people were and what happened to the Native Americans I was like I should just die like I really <laughs> just hated hated living I was like I wish I was oh yeah there's a lot of white American. Guilt. like no one oh the, the plenty of that but also I was like we're there's just acceptance of like no there's nothing interesting yeah and it comes with a lot of advantages like we get you get treated differently and it's you have to address that because mm -hmm. okay. otherwise you're just ignoring the underlying currents of racism because it's a favoritism racism. So what somebody from Spain, because it's a European immigrant, is 
is treated differently than somebody from Mexico because they right. have this concept and because of what the media has done, what Trump has done, what pol politicians have done is that they've prioritized certain countries over as immigrants. Yeah. And there's like years of history of like being, they talk about how Indians and people in Asia were treated like they were the smarter immigrants and they were, but then also abused and used in that generalism. It, it's all terrible. It's all terrible. And it's all like a value system of based on complete racism. And so we have to just accept that. And so the beginning of that is admitting you're boring. You're boring. <laughs> let's just start. 2021, you you're boring. Yeah, it's okay. You're boring. And, and that's okay. And mm -hmm. let's appreciate everyone as they are. And everyone's special in their own way. Yes. But you are not special. <laughs> yes. You don't need to name you're, your you're dog after some cheese. It's fine. No, 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 no. No. Now I want it. Now I want nachos. Oh, gosh. Hilaria. Sorry. No, me too. No. But yeah, if you have any tea on Hilaria, yes. please email us scamwowpodcast at gmail.com for sure. And if you have any any phone calls, anything, you know, you can call our hot tip hotline because you know I love a phone call. If you have any tips, our number is 347-509-9414. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can visit our website to check out our Patreon, hear all about my disgusting and gruesome baby story. And that That's is great. Guys, and we love you and welcome to this new year. And thank you all for listening. We are, can only do this with you. And we're so in love with our listeners. We just can't thank you enough. Yeah. You really made our year. It was great. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.